0: fish studios it's time for arkansas's number one collar driven sports show it's drive time sports on the buzz radio network with your hosts randy rainwater and rick shaper lock it in and get ready to dial us up drive time sports is on the air right now Ray tuckers in
1: central arkansas i'm rick shaper randy rainwater's out today he will be back tomorrow We'll continue talking about the Major League Draft. A couple more uh, Razorback prospects have now been uh, drafted. We'll tell you about those after we talk to David and Benton. Hi, David. Thanks for calling. Hey, how we
2: doing?
1: Rick and and Ray. How you guys doing today? Terrific. How about you, David? Doing
2: great, doing great. I'm just wondering... Where well, all these phone calls are from the folks that was talking about Jordan Washington needs to come back. He's not real. <laughs> I,
1: I, I mean, I, hey, I, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm <laughs>
2: guilty. Lean, lean up to the trap. That's all I heard. I mean, I was bombarded with it daily. I actually called in when the shooter was there, and the shooter agreed with me. I said, David. Uh, uh, Walsh might be better, might wind up being better than all of them because he has the NBA body already. His shooting form is great. He just was missing shots. He came out on fire. I and I, I understand you can't just put all the stock into it to, to uh, Summer League games. I get that. But did you guys see him? The, the announcers they couldn't stop gushing yeah. over Jordan Walsh. And I think. I'm gonna to toot my own horn. I called him. I called him numerous times because I was hearing all this. Jordan Ross needs to come back. Jordan Ross needs to come back. And Rick, I heard you say today about these baseball players who's getting a million dollar signing balls. Yep. But nobody said Jordan Ross if he if he's gonna get a million dollar signing bonus he has to take it. Everybody was he needs to come back. Well, I think he got a four year contract for like seven mil. Which, if, I, if I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, Einstein, because I know that is over a million dollars a year, which is what yeah. Rick you said. If he's baseball player, no
0: about it. Out of it. Oh, he has
1: to. he Totally agree. I guess David, the, the as we think about Walsh in the game yesterday, he had his first four three point shots. Did we ever see him do that at Arkansas? No, No, we
2: didn't. But if you remember, Rick, when when the shooter was over, I said his father is perfect. He's just not hitting them right
1: now. Right. That's right. So evidently, he's gone to a different level. He's with the Boston Celtics. He's doing great in the summer league. Hey, look, I hope he does great. But you are exactly right. I would say the same thing to a basketball player you say to a baseball. If you get a million dollars a year or more, or even a bonus, you got to go. You have to. And so (laughs) what we didn't know... Because when you know Randy reads those mock drafts, I don't really pay as much attention to him as he does. But Walsh wasn't showing up at all on the mock mm. drafts, and the next thing you know, he's what the 38th guy picked, and uh, and, and gets a good contract deal uh, with the Boston Celtics. And so, yeah, there is no doubt that's turned out well for him. And really, when you look at again, this is right out of college. We don't know how it's going to turn out, but you know, he he looks a lot better than Nick Smith Jr. does. You know Nick is but I'm not,
2: I'm not, I'm not going to put him up and, and, and put him down I'm not going to do I'm, it no I'm not doing <laughs> that,
1: but, but, but he but he's not he he's a guy that everybody says can shoot and he hadn't had a game had a game yet where he hit half his shots that doesn't mean he won't because he's you know he's rusty he didn't get to play that much and maybe he turns out to be a superstar but but Walsh looks like the steal of the draft the way he's playing right now. You know, and that—that
2: was that, that, that statement it, I made when, it, when I called her, and I said there are going to be a lot of GMs who are going to be quit, not the, taking Jordan
3: Walsh. The, the problem was Arkansas wasn't did. paying him enough money. Hey, <laughs> hey,
2: hey! <laughs> yeah. You said it, my brother. You said, hey, and up, and up. Then I
1: get hey, two million. I appreciate yeah, no, you're the right, time. David. Great job. Great job, Great job Thank you, David. David. You Bye-bye.
3: got it. Well, the, the, num- the number one pick in the draft. Uh, went 2 of 13 in his first first pro game. Yeah, then scored 27. Then uh, comes points. back and scores 27, gets double-digit rebounds. rebounds I mean, uh, and, and was jacking him up from three-point land like wildfire.
1: And they are going to pull him from the Summer League. Isn't that interesting? Uh, they're pulling it, him from the Summer League? They're pulling him from the Summer League. That was He scored 27 points in his second game. That's it for him. They're going to put together a program for him for the next couple months that uh, will not involve competition. So, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed watching him yesterday, because that's it. That That's it for him in the summer league. So, hey, and look, how do we know? You know, Jordan Walsh signs with the Razorbacks. He's a five-star. We're giddy. It's wonderful. It's great to have him. Walsh did not have near the reputation Nick Smith Jr. did. Again, we hope Nick Smith Jr. does very, very well. Nick Smith Jr. gets drafted way later than anybody anticipated. But let's don't forget Anthony Black, either. Yesterday, he scored 17 points. And Anthony Black hadn't exactly been a knockdown shooter. He's been okay. He was, excuse me, 7 out of 10. He only took two three-point shots. He hit it. He also had five rebounds, five assists, and three steals in 27 minutes and 40 seconds. Now, the downside is, as we saw at Arkansas at times, excuse me, he did have seven turnovers in the game. But he scored a bunch of points. And, and the thing we see with Black, even for the Razorbacks, he was filling a lot of columns on that box score. And he's done. He's doing that again in these early games. Ricky Council, you just have to say, wow. Did the 76ers get a good deal with him? 14 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, we were asking, I can't remember if I was asking Bart or Kevin about this two-way contract deal. And when we researched that, and, and they were explaining it to us. It was like, if you sign a two-way contract, it means that when you're in the G League, they pay you your G League salary. When you're in the NBA, they pay you your NBA salary, which the minimum is well over 800000 And so when you're with the NBA, you get, you get your NBA salary, which I'm sure is the minimum. But according to the rules, you can no, play no more than 50 games With your NBA team. Now we assume that's for those who are placed on both of those before the season starts. But let's say Ricky Council makes the team. Let's say he's one of the 12 or I don't know how many guys they have. They have 18 when they count their practice squad. But let's say he makes the actual team, the 12 guys. Then he gets the NBA salary. So I don't know how loaded the 76ers are, but he's sure looking good in the summer league. Ricky Council.
3: He's a heck of a talent, no doubt about that. He's very explosive. I've seen highlights of uh, him doing the same thing in the, in the summer league games he did at Arkansas. Uh, exciting the
1: crowd when there's dunks.
3: It just
1: explodes. Absolutely. And then Jalen Williams, I, I, I don't get the deal with him. Maybe he signed a two-way. Play, but he was with Oklahoma City all last year. But he's playing in the summer league, even though it's his second year in the NBA. And uh, yesterday he had 9 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block shot in a game that Oklahoma City won. So, uh, Jalen's doing well in the summer league, and I'm sure he doesn't mind playing. So, those guys are all doing pretty darn well. Uh, Nick Smith Jr. didn't play yesterday, I don't believe. Didn't see any numbers from him. Okay, we were talking about SEC media days. We'll go through it again next Monday. And Randy will be there. David Basil will be there for the buzz. Uh, Trey... Chef usually goes, and so I'm, I'm assuming he's, he'll be there too, getting interviews. Um, but I just know David and ba- David and uh, Randy are going to go together. So LSU, Missouri, and Texas A&M on Monday. We're going to learn about those teams. Tuesday, Auburn, Georgia, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. Wednesday, Arkansas gets the same day as Nick Saban and Alabama, plus Florida and Kentucky. Thursday, Mississippi. South Carolina, Tennessee. So you think about with 14 teams, two days with three teams, two days with four teams, next year it'll be four days with all of them with four teams when Texas and Oklahoma join. Okay, so we've been asking all along, who's going to go for the University of Arkansas? Well, here's who's going for the University of Arkansas. They did send their two offensive stars. Obviously, Sam Pittman will be there. KJ Jefferson, the quarterback, will be there for the second year in a row. That's great, great spokesperson for the, uh, for the Razorbacks. He also is there. Uh, maybe rated, he's rated at least the number one, one or two quarterback in the SEC. Uh, Rocket Sanders, Arkansas's outstanding running back, who rushed for well over a thousand yards last year. Uh, also another good spokesperson for the Razorbacks. Really a terrific player. He will be there. And then, you know, Trey Biddy speculated those two, and then it's like, well, who's going to be on defense? Well, it's going to be Landon Jackson, Arkansas's defensive end, who had such a spectacular spring making all those big plays. So Landon Jackson will also be going to uh, SEC Media Days for the University of Arkansas. I I
3: hope Sam Pittman speaks before Nick Saban.
1: And why is that?
3: Because you know what happens after Saban speaks.
1: They all follow him?
3: Yeah, that was in Birmingham. It may be different in Nashville. I don't know. Yeah, but people, after Saban speaks, they just get up and they're done.
1: <laughs> you mean that's it? That's all That's all they come to media days for is well, Alabama? You know,
3: well, I've seen it on the SEC Network. You know, it's it's a big circus when Saban comes in. Yeah. N-
1: that may be different in Nashville. I don't know. How much, uh, what kind of surrounding... Uh, groupies does Kirby Smart have? I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, Nick Saban, it's Alabama, and yes, he's won six national championships at Alabama, seven overall. But Kirby Smart's teams have won the last two. Wouldn't you think there'd be those that are pretty interested in hearing what he has to say?
3: Uh, I, I would think so. I just got a text, and I'm, I'm told, uh, my friend Earl says, that the Oklahoma City Thunder require the... They're players to play for two years in the summer league. Really? Wow. Not sure we got that, but I'm, Earl's on top of his game, as usual.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, Earl. And we'll tell you that Jalen Williams did the same thing for Oklahoma City that he did for the Razorbacks. And that is, last year, you know, I don't have any minutes per game he played, but he led the NBA in charges taken. Number one, guy was a rookie. That's what he does really well. He led the NBA in taking charges. Now, they're going to make it tougher this year because it's almost like you have to be planted longer, and there's a smaller window where you can be planted when the offensive guy comes in there. So the, the advantage is definitely to the offensive player driving to the basket rather than the guy who sets up for the charge. Now, that's in the NBA.
3: His agent. Needs to get him a, a, a deal um, with a credit card company.
1: With a credit card company? He mm-hmm. says
3: he takes all those charges. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> MasterCard, <laughs> right. here we go.
1: And particularly if you can get some interest, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good deal. We're not going to buzz ourselves. <laughs> no, we won't buzz ourselves. Okay, I did tell you, I, I teased this at the stop, first of the hour, and uh, we had a caller, so... I put it off. Okay, so we had already told you that five razorback prospects have been drafted in the first five rounds. The fifth one was Dylan uh, Quested, uh right-handed pitcher by uh, the Twins, season round 5, uh slot value 412,000, 412,000 and 60,000. So anyway, that's he was number five, and then obviously some Razorback players who had no eligibility left or who we knew would be gone have been drafted. They are now late in round nine. They might even be in round ten, uh, but here are three more Razorbacks. or are those affecting the Razorbacks. Round eight, pick 234. The Los Angeles Angels have taken Barrett Kent. He's an Arkansas signee. Projected slot value, $206,000. Uh, you just have to again say... Wow. Eighth round, $206,000. Are you going to bypass college for $206,000 knowing, again, now you're in a tax bracket where you're going to pay at at least 20% of that. So that's $40,000. That leaves you $160,000. Now, Ray, if anybody came up to us and said, we'll give you $160,000 for the next year, no matter what it was for, we would do it. But for a guy coming out of high school who's a a prime pitcher, he's got to be telling, he's got to be thinking, okay, $206,000, man, that bonus money in a year, that's going to be gone. And if I'm not in the major leagues beyond then, it's going to be t- a tight fit. If I go to the University of Arkansas, I might get drafted higher and next time and be worth a whole lot more. And the other thing is, as we were said at the early in the early part of the program when I was talking to Barry Lenny Sr. all those years ago, um, when you're playing in the minor leagues, you're riding buses, your per diem is not that great, your salary is better than it has been, but it's still not very good, and that's it. And you're only paid over about four months or five months. So you might have to get a summer job or a winter job to uh, make up some income. So that's it's not an easy deal in the minor leagues. There's, some, there's obviously some perks, but it's not often easy. Whereas you go to college, you go to an SEC school, you're going to fly to every road trip unless it's close. You're going to stay in nice hotels. You're going to eat great. You're going to have the best uh, fitness people. And you're going to have great coaches. So um, I'm not sure 206000 is worth passing up college. And if 206 is not worth it, $196,000 is not worth it either. Because pick number two forty-two picked just eight after Barrett Kent, round eight, Milwaukee Brewers uh, select uh, Craig Yoho, and Craig Yoho is a graduate transfer coming in from the University of Indiana. Now, so it, it could be worth it for him, you know, because he's a he's got one year of eligibility left, and so um, at any rate, you don't know what he's going to do. Round eight. Slot is 196,000. Will that be worth it uh, for him to sign? Don't know. We'll figure that out. Round nine, uh, a current Razorback who's out of eligibility, Jared Wagner, who absolutely did a magnificent job on Drive Times Sports yes, when he was on. Really a class interview, class guy, and we wish him the absolute best. He's drafted in the ninth round by the New York Yankees. That ought to make Randy Rainwater really happy. Jared Wagner picked by the Yankees, 282nd player picked. Projected slot value for that pick is 173,000. Now here's the problem: Jared Wagner has zero bargaining power, and that's one of those things where the Yankees could say, uh, "Okay, we'll give you 100,000 and use that other 73 for somebody else." That that definitely could happen to him, because he again he has no bargaining power. He's finished his collegiate career. There's absolutely nothing else he can do. So. Uh, you know, that, that's that's where that is. Now, Michael Oggins, who's our great listener and former, former Razorback, former minor league standout for many years, says the buses are charter buses. Well, isn't that nice? Well, I'm
3: going to say this. The Arkansas travelers travel on air coach lines, and I've got a good friend, Jay Jameson, yeah. who, who drives them. Uh, I have traveled a zillion, zillion, zillion miles on air coach lines over the last 24 years yeah. and and the buses are nice
1: okay uh, yeah and that's and, nice and but, so you, but they take a while to get there and, oh. and he reminded me that with the new collective bargaining agreement the first one they've ever had with the minor leagues says they get paid all year round i wasn't sure about that but their salary and their salaries have increased some but if you're in class a you're still only going to make about thirty thousand bucks and don't you so. help them with housing now they help them with housing. Yeah, they put 12 in every apartment. So no, I'm I'm teasing. They I'm te- they did it first. A lot of teams did that. They crammed apartments and crammed houses with a bunch of guys. And players were upset about that. But I think they have corrected that by now. Yeah. So.
3: I mean, all, all we have to go by is the movie Bull Durham. You know.
1: Well, it's definitely better than it was then. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, that's it it. If, yeah.
3: if you're not seeing that movie now, uh,
1: it, it, it's probably R-rated. I'm sure it is. It is, uh, yeah. But if you haven't seen it, you do not have MLB Network. Because here's what MLB Network does. And I love MLB Network, and I watch it all the time. During baseball season... It's great. It's, it's nonstop highlights. It's nonstop cut-ins. Uh, during the daytime, they have baseball talk. It's superb. Their people are just absolutely outstanding. Uh, but on Sunday night, once everything's over with, on Sunday night, they're going to show a baseball movie. Well, they've only got about eight or ten of them, and they just keep showing them over and over and over and over. And in the winter time, when they have no baseball to show... They'll show some uh, old games, but then for the most part, they're showing, uh, again, those same baseball movies over and over and over. I'll bet Bull Durham was on at least <laughs> 20 times during the offseason last year. And uh, and what they'll do is they'll they'll save a couple of them that uh, they show frequently one year, and the next year they won't show them very much, and then the next year they bring them back and they're kind of fresh again. Uh, like this year, Little Big League, uh, which is about the guy who whose um, grandfather owned the Twins, and his grandfather dies, leaves him with the Twins, and he becomes the manager when he's 10 years old. It, it's a really good movie. It has Ken Griffey Jr., has a lot of major leaguers in it. Um, good, Really a good movie. But they, they hadn't shown that for a couple of years, and then they showed it a lot this year. So you can see those movies, and then they also show uh, Ken Burns' um, baseball documentary. And, and they'll show it, it over, so, and, so over good. and over and over. And yeah, it's really, really good. But if you miss it one time, you can see it the next, because they keep showing it over and over again. So anyway, they do that. Uh, But, Mike, you're very nice to suggest that the buses are nice, and they are, but they are still long rides. They are not short plane trips. And uh, I'm sure the per diem has improved some, but it's not absolutely magnificent. And they may pay you year-round, but you better save some of your bonus money because your salary money doesn't go very far.
3: So how many people travel with the minor league baseball team, you think?
1: Most, I'm wondering their, their rosters. I don't know if they have full 25-man rosters or 24, somewhere in that range. So you got the players. Obviously, they have a smaller staff. They have the uh, manager, who usually is also the third-base coach. You have a first-base coach, pitching coach, hitting coach. I think that's about the extent of it. They'll usually have maybe just four on their coaching staff. They'll have a trainer and a strength guy. So, you know, I don't know if they travel with somebody that books the rooms and does all that or if the trainer or strength guy do that. So you're talking about six or seven guys there, say 24, 25 players, and your broadcaster. They'll travel as well. So you're probably talking about 38, 39 guys. Oh, my. That's a lot of
3: guys, and I, I was comparing that to traveling with the Little Rock basketball team, and so our, our group's probably mm, 23, 24, when all is said and done. And so yeah. a lot of our guys stretch out all the way across the bus and seats on one side and the other side. And you can't do that with thirty-eight people on there. I got news for you. No,
1: no, you're, you're doubling up in most seats. Okay, Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer, we'll talk about anything you want to when we return on Drive Time Sports.
0: Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers,
4: going the extra mile. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash.
5: Hi, I'm Sherry with Central Arkansas Fireplaces. Today building a home is more frustrating than ever before with rising costs, material shortages, and delays. We're hoping to ease some of that burden here at Central Arkansas Fireplaces by expanding our showroom and warehouse space and building our stock with as many popular fireplaces as possible for our homeowners and contractors. So come by and let us help you find that perfect fireplace stove or insert today at Central Arkansas Fireplaces where we know fireplaces. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Kansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's is where you gas it,
6: grab it, and go. That's double B's. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class, respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Under. I
7: love it here in Arkansas. It's a great place to live and work, to raise a family. we got beautiful scenery, tons to do outdoors, and we love our sports. Arkansas is just a great place. It's one of the things I like most about First Security Bank. They started years ago right here in Arkansas. Now, after 80 years of growth, First Security is still only in Arkansas. That means reinvesting in people and businesses right here at home. They have local roots, and they're proud of them. I don't know about you, but that means something to me. At First Security, you bank with professionals who know what they're doing. They also know you and your community. So whether you need a personal or business checking account, a credit card, help with a loan, or just want to ask someone a question, First Security is your home for friendly, local support. Stop by one of their 70 convenient locations or check them out online at fsbank.com. First Security Bank, only in Arkansas. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
3: Randy Rainwater, not with us today. Double R took a day off. Um... Take a minute to talk about BetSarrison.com, the app. Uh, And one of the things I really like about it, I've got all all the apps on my phone. Uh, It's gold and black, and it jumps out like a a sore thumb, so it's very easy to find. You still have time to jump in there and and place your wagers as far as a major league uh, home run derby is concerned. I'm sitting here looking at the app. Uh, Home run derby 2023 round one matchup. Lewis Robert Jr. and Adley Rushman. Home Run Derby 23, Round 1, Pete Alonzo, Julio Rodriguez, you, you get the general idea. There are all kinds of prop bets you can bet here. And I, I think maybe this night uh, is it, it maybe one of the most fun nights of the summer with the home run derby. That's one of my favorite events, and I'm really mad at myself because I, I didn't send, I didn't tape it uh, knowing that I'm going to be there to watch the start of it. That's uh, because we got our outdoor show a little bit later on tonight. But if you get a chance, download the app. It is a lot of fun. There are all kinds of prop bets on here, in game bets, specials. Um, you, you you get to general idea. If you have not downloaded the app, you need to do so. Uh, you don't have to you don't have to drive to Pine Bluff to do it uh, you can do it right on your phone just just go to uh, the app store and type in saracen bet and download the app so a lot of fun and if you f- folks get a chance take part in the home run derby tonight
1: rick well very good and you can watch the home run derby it actually starts at seven o'clock all this stuff's in seattle and uh so everything's west coast time so it's going to be interesting tomorrow night the game will start uh, After they have all the introductions or something, it'll probably start around 7.15, 7.20, but that's 5.20 Pacific time, which means if the roof is open, which it usually is where the Mariners play, then uh, the sun could definitely be a factor at the All-Star game. So, Home Run Derby, do you watch that?
3: I I like watching it, but I forgot to tape it. I'm going to be tied up when it starts.
1: Well, you know, they'll still be going long after you get off the air. But uh, i got to say, I I sometimes watch a little bit of it, but I don't know that I'm all that fascinated by it. I mean, it's home run, home run, or not hit a home run. You know, we all go back to those days when we were little kids and watching Home Run Derby with Mickey Mantle and Ernie Banks and Henry Aaron and Willie Mays, and they'd come over and talk to the guy in between. That was pretty cool stuff, and you can still see some of that on YouTube. Uh, But now, I mean, it's just home run after home run after home run. And uh now I tell you who it'd be exciting for is if you're there and in your you're in the outfield seats because uh you'd be chasing balls all all evening. Yeah. See if you can get some home run balls off these guys. Pete Alonso's won it twice, he's probably the favorite. But it's a it's a good uh I'd say it's a good group this year.
3: I um, will head up to a place up in the heights called Prospect. After I get off the show tonight, they got a lot of big screens at sports sports play, play, sports bar,
1: yeah,
3: and uh, and take it in tonight. I, I will do that.
1: Well, good for you. Uh,
3: who's your favorite? You got
1: somebody? Well, I like Adley Rushman because he's an Oriole, but um, you know hit like yeah. what twelve home runs or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the thing. I don't know how he got in. Maybe because he's a young guy and they want to get some young blood in there. But um, with some guys. It, it doesn't bother them in the least some guys like Alonzo it's never bothered some guys it messes up their swing a little bit you know you're up there swinging for home run after home run because good hitters don't go to the plate looking to hit home runs you know yeah I mean we got the launch angle now and you know when you're swinging your bat you're looking at your launch angle and you're trying to get the ball up and all those kind of things but if you go up there and say I'm gonna hit a home run this time you're gonna be wrong 95 times out of hundred even if you're a power guy, if that's what you're looking to do because you've you got to get the ball in a specific place, you've got to get the right connection to it, it's very hard to do. So, uh, But what they're doing is, obviously, this is batting practice-type pitching to them, which makes it easier to hit the ball out of the ballpark. And so that's what you're gunning for is home runs. And you know we'll see guys hit, in a particular round, we'll see them hit anywhere from 25 to 35 home runs. One guy. That's a lot. So think about that. If you hit 35 home runs in a round, then you've hit more home runs than anybody's hit in the first half of the season. That's a lot of home runs.
3: Who who does Arkansas open the football season with this year?
1: That was a big switch. Uh, Western (laughs) (laughs) Carolina. that's okay. Western Carolina. Uh, uh, Western Carolina, and the game's in Little Rock, and uh, it's been a while since Arkansas opened in Little Rock.
3: The only reason I ask, I still have the uh, Saracen app pulled up. And there's already a point spread out there.
1: Um, I bet Arkansas is favored
3: by by 34 and a half, and,
1: and a half. Oklahoma's
3: favored by 33 and a half over Arkansas State. Oh well. Mm. Anyway, I, I, I didn't I, was, I didn't expect that to be up there that early.
1: I was trying to look up some information on Western Carolina in a uh, I've got Athlon's College Sports magazine, and they're, so there I had to look on the internet to see they're in the Southern League. Well, the Southern League didn't make Athlon's college football magazine. <laughs> it says previews of all 131 FBS teams, so I guess they must be a division down. The Southern League must be down, uh, not an FBS team. And that's what you're allowed to play one of those, and it does count on your record, which is nice. So uh, that's who Arkansas opens with.
3: I was watching uh, a thing on Instagram with Josh Pate.
1: Are you familiar with... Familiar with him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: Can that guy talk?
1: Sports guy. Can he
3: talk or talk? (laughs) I mean, he can go. He can go for an hour.
1: So what'd you learn?
3: um, He he played a clip with Nick Saban. uh, You know, I I think it was from last year when Saban went off talking about, hey, let's just play nine SEC games and let's let's do away with these Sisters of the Poor uh, because people want to come. People leave the game when you when you're up forty at the half people start leaving the games so why don't we play everybody play schools that that are a good a good foe and, and make for good tv and good for the
1: fans yeah he said that and then when he found out yeah. who their permanent <laughs> rivals would be if they played nine he wasn't very happy they about very it, happy. He? About it. No. <laughs> no and uh, which is hilarious because why should he worry about who they're playing they went all the time anyway so you uh, shouldn't should worry too much about that. You know, he does a lot of
3: "what if" stuff, uh, but I, I've never seen anybody can talk like he does, other than Stephen A. But Stephen A. doesn't Stephen A. doesn't sit there and, and do thirty minutes by himself. This cat does.
1: Yeah.
3: No. Uh, and I think there's something on Instagram where you can go not Instagram. No, he's on YouTube. YouTube, YouTube. I said Instagram. He's on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. Uh, I think I saw one the other day. I I didn't take time to watch it. uh, Talking about Arkansas's upcoming season. I need to go back and find that.
1: Well, he will tell you probably the thing that we've said 930 times already. This is the worst schedule they've ever been handed, for the most part. Now, if they get through the rough part, it could be a great year. But you think about, okay, so Western Carolina's at Little Rock. Arkansas should win. Then they play Kent State at Fayetteville. Arkansas should win. They play BYU at Fayetteville. Arkansas won at Provo last year. BYU won eight games last year. They are certainly not chopped liver. They're in the Big 12 now for the first time. So it's, a, it's an intersectional game between two Power 5 conferences. When BYU was scheduled, they weren't in a conference. Now they're in the Big 12. Uh, BYU is 8-5, and five, but Arkansas is playing at home. And we, we think if everything's equal, Arkansas should win. But then the next four games, and Trey Biddy has outlined this over and over again. At LSU, LSU won 10 games last year. Texas A&M at Arlington. That's a home game for the Razorbacks, but it's outside the state of Arkansas. Then they play at Ole Miss. Ole Miss won eight games last year. Then at Alabama, Alabama won 11 games last year. And we've said frequently on this program, it's the first time in school history, we'll repeat that over and over again before the series the season starts, that Arkansas's first four conference games, none of them are in the state of Arkansas. That's never happened before. And uh, that's the schedule they've been given. Now, we've said frequently, if somehow they could split those games, and it won't be easy, but if they could, and you come out of, if they come out of that stretch at Alabama, say five and two, then you got a great chance to win eight or nine games, because after that the toughest games at Florida, and we don't know how Florida, how good Florida is going to be. Got Mississippi State at home. Now they did win nine games last year. They're under a new coaching regime. At Florida, Florida won six games last year, lost their bowl game. Uh, Arkansas has never won at Gainesville. They should have won when Bobby Petrino was here, but didn't uh, because of officiating. But they play at Florida on November 4th. Then uh, they play Auburn at home. They finally got to Auburn last year, beat them bad. Auburn won five games last year. Let's hope Arkansas can beat them again. You get Florida International. They won four games last year. Arkansas should win. Then they play Missouri at home. When they, if it was at Columbia, you would be cringing by the fact that Arkansas's got to go there again and the weather's always terrible and Missouri always wins. This time the game's at Fayetteville. Arkansas did win against Missouri the last time the game was at Fayetteville. So, again, if somehow, somehow, Arkansas gets through that four game stretch with, say, two wins, they could win nine games this year. They could. I'm not saying they will, but they could. <laughs> and if they do, and you go to a bowl game with a chance to win 10, well, Arkansas had won 10 games in a season since Bobby Petrino was here as the coach. Now, the A&M game, we look at that, and I think of that as being one of the games they could win. And yet, you mentioned Petrino. He's our offensive coordinator. And the thing we do not know, and we again, we can talk about this till we're blue in the face, and we're not going to know it till the season starts, is how is that going to work with Jimbo Fisher being the guy that's always called their plays, and now he's bringing in Bobby Petrino to do that. And Petrino's a he is a absolutely great play caller. What's, does A&M have the personnel to work well with what Petrino does? How will that mix with Jimbo Fisher being the offensive-type guy uh, since he's been at A&M and went to Florida State? And so uh, that wonderful word, chemistry, and we're not talking about the classroom, that comes into play.
3: Bobby Petrino is his own guy, has been his own guy. I mean, he's not been an assistant coach in how long?
1: It's been a long time. He
3: was the head coach of the Falcons, then came to Arkansas, Missouri State, Western, was he in Western, Western Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah.
1: Louisville. Yeah. He was in Louisville before and, he was with the Falcons. And he's
3: always been the head coach. And so this is totally different for him. And 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 Bobby has has been said um, that he's hard hard to work around sometimes. Uh, and, and if Jimbo Fisher starts trying to stick his finger in the pie, uh, that's not going to go over very well. I can tell you that.
1: No, but he is the head coach. I know he has that. The right to stick his finger in the pie. I so. know that. We'll see what happens. Okay, you can call us on any sports subject. We've got one more segment before we come back at 6 o'clock with Pat Bradley. Feel free to call us, 501-661-1037, when we return on Drive Time Sports.
6: Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at deltawaterfowlexpo.com. Don't miss it. Saracen's summertime sports car giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Capriola. Play in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes Convertible from Mercedes Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes Convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen
5: Casino Resort, Vegas.
7: And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is spaghetti for only $7.49 per pound, paired with seasoned green beans for just $4.49 per pound.
5: Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes but a busted pipe and a basement full of water... Honey,
6: I think we need a
5: plumber! ...is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best.
6: See Shelter Agents Paul Griffin in Monticello, Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, or John Goins in Little Rock. spokesperson. Action Matters is responsible for the content of this ad. Toxic water at Camp Lejeune has caused pain, suffering, and death for tens of thousands of dedicated Americans and their families. If you're a current or former... Former Marine, dependent of a Marine, or civilian who worked at Camp Lejeune at any time from 1953 to 1987, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call 800 619 7308 now to see if you qualify. Studies have found the water at Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals, causing serious health conditions such as bladder, breast, or kidney cancer, Parkinson's, leukemia, and non Hodgkin's lymphoma, as well as miscarriages, infertility issues, and certain birth defects. A new law was signed, allowing anyone that spent time at the base to seek the justice and compensation they deserve. Billions have been set aside. By the government to compensate victims. All Marines, dependents, and civilian workers who spent time at Camp Lejeune anytime from 1953 to 1987 and developed a serious health condition, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Even if you were denied a disability claim in the past, call 800 619 7308 now to see if you qualify. Hurry, time is limited. Call 800 619 7308 800 619
5: 7308. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd at the State House Convention Center to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka and Mosquito Joe. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more.
7: If you're looking to do some real work, you need to go see Henard. Now, Henard Foothills Equipment has a Kubota L2501 tractor package. It has got all the whistles and bells, but here's the important thing. What goes with it so that I can do the job? Example, there is a Lampride box blade. There is a Kubota front-end loader. There's a Land Pride rotary cutter. And then on top of that, you're getting a trailer with ramps so you can be versatile, obviously, and move it all over. And then you got all those different options. Now, the folks at Henard's, they'll help you. Taylor's Custom packages that meets your specific needs, and they service what they sell. 501 268 1987 or HinnardFoothills.com Located in Searcy.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish. Now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat My Catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked
1: in on the Buzz Radio Network.
0: Here is Randy
1: Rainwater. Well, Randy's out today. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. We're going to recount again. You know, it's interesting. If you watch the MLB Network, they're making a big deal out of the MLB draft. It's it's the draft probably the least watched, um, even the, because they draft so many rounds. They're, they're doing 20 rounds now, which is down considerably from the past Uh, They'll be through round 10 today. They'll start with round 11. They'll do 11 through 20 tomorrow, so they'll move much faster than they're moving right now. But we'll tell you again, here's where Arkansas's recruits stand. Aiden Miller, uh, first-round pick of the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, The uh, competitive balance, round A. Kendall George, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. George is an outfielder. Nazan Zanatello. Again, Arkansas never expected him to be picked this high. Thought he might be a third or fourth rounder. Very fast player. He's a shortstop. 50 pick by the Boston Red Sox. 52 pick by the Giants is Walker Martin. Uh, another shortstop. So the Razorbacks are likely to lose all four of them. Jackson Wiggins, current player, picked by the Cubs. Uh, Hunter Holland by the Reds. Ortavian Josenberger by the Orioles. Then in round five is the next prospect, and we just don't know. I still think there's a chance Arkansas could keep him. We just don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm being over-optimistic. Dylan Quastad, uh, pitcher, drafted by the Twins. His slot's 412,000. Might have a chance to get him. Jace Borfin is uh, drafted by the uh, Blue Jays. He has no options, so he'll, of course, sign. Barrett Kent, the Arkansas signee pitcher, drafted in the eighth round. By the Angels, I think there's a chance to keep him. There's a chance to keep Craig Yoho, although Yoho is not coming out of high school. He is a graduate transfer from the University of Indiana. And so, um, you know, so he's pitched at least three years in college baseball, so you you might lose him. And then uh, Jared Wagner, who used to be on every Monday night during the baseball season on Drive Time Sports, drafted in the ninth round by the Yankees. Obviously, he has no college eligibility, so he's going to sign. The slot there is... $173,000, 173000 but they can actually sign him for whatever they want because he has absolutely no leverage. And that's, Ray, why a lot of these guys, that's why their third year in college is so critical. Because if they don't get drafted where they want, if they don't get offered what they want, they can come back to college for another year. So they've got leverage when they're dealing with the uh, Major League Baseball team. But once you finish your senior year, like Wagner, hey, whatever they're going to offer you, that's what you're going to get. You're going to go. You don't have any choice. He, so. When he was on
3: with us, he, he's like, he was like talking to a coach. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy knows the game, and I wish him, I hope he does well. I, I really do. You know, he, bro- he broke a hand, what was it, broke a hand or a finger?
1: Yeah, a yeah. uh, bone in his hand. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and wasn't quite the same after that. I mean, you, when you sit out, then that happens to you. But anyway, nice young man. And he went to who? Who, who got him?
1: He went to the Yankees. Yanke- oh, that's, so oh, I that's know right. that oh, yeah. Randy Rainwater hopes he'll be absolutely spectacular. But uh, anyway, yeah, classy guy. What's really tough is he and Jose were both having great years. Both got hurt. And when they came back, they weren't the same. And so you think about Arkansas this year in the NCAA baseball tournament, and they didn't survive their own regional. TCU came up here and just really was great. TCU won the regional. TCU ends up winning a super regional and went to Omaha. They didn't win there, but uh, but they were really had a good team. I think they won one game up in Omaha. But they, they bounced the Razorbacks pretty good. But Arkansas was, after those two guys got hurt, they were never the same. And they did share the SEC championship, regular season championship, which I think was only the fourth time they've done that since they've been in the SEC. But they were staggering at the end. Uh, They tied with Florida. Florida was definitely the better team at the end of the year. Arkansas was the better team in the middle of the year. But Florida was the better team at the end of the year. And they got to Omaha. Arkansas didn't. Uh so I know there are those that are disappointed, but I gotta tell you, when you when you get when two or three of your guy and of course they lost a couple other starters that were out for the year. Uh losing Brady Slavin certainly hurt them or not uh Slavin's the uh hmm. second baseman. Yeah, second baseman. Uh it's Peyton Stovall yeah. who will be back next year, but losing him really hurt. There's a guy that turned down a lot of money to come to the University of Arkansas. That he's now there's a perfect example. Um there's a perfect example of a guy that could have made, I don't know if he could have made a million, he could have made several hundred thousand dollars coming out of high school and he didn't, came back, if he comes back and has a really good junior, junior year, then he'll he'll do really well. Big, uh, big news out of the Big Ten,
3: Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald has been fired.
1: Ooh, that just happened. Yes. Wow. That just happened because I was reading about him earlier today. Okay, so they're, they're looking into hazing of uh, some of their football players, and the initial investigation, they said, did not show that the coaches knew anything about it. But then I guess a player has come forward and gave the information to the athletic director and to the president of the school that indicated those coaches did know. It was it was going on. Is that the story?
3: Uh, I just saw the flash up on ESPN. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't want to talk about things something that I don't know the details on. So
1: Yeah, the guy yeah. I believe is the winningest coach in northwestern history. Yeah. Uh they went one North in ten Western last grad. year too. Pardon me? Didn't they go one in ten last year too? Oh did they? Yeah. I, gosh, really? I didn't know they were that bad. But I guess you can be the winningest coach in this of a bad year, can't you? And he played there. Yeah, played there. Legendary guy there. Wow. Well, that has just hit then. Yeah. Originally, they
3: suspended him for
1: two weeks without pay. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and there again, you, you get into these things where if you can show cause, then you don't have to pay him anything. And obviously, they're going to say they can show cause. Wow. Now, where'd you see that? On e- I'm looking at ESPN's website, and it's not up yet. Yeah.
3: I just got a bulletin on my phone and said ESPN News. And I'm watching on ESPN, and that's how I saw it. Well, it flashed on the screen.
1: Wow. That's a tough one. Look what happened to Bob, Bob Huggins, the basketball coach at West Virginia. Again, the, the winningest coach at West Virginia basketball. He's gone because of some comments that he made. Then you got Fitzgerald, the winningest coach in Northwestern football. He's gone because of possible potential hazing. Um, You know, you just, there's never been a time when you could, uh, you know, browbeat players. Uh, Maybe there was a time you could do that. But I think what happened was Frank Cush, who was the head football coach at Arizona State, finally, some of their players came forward because he was shoving them, he'd grab them by the throat. Uh, he'd run them up this mountain, uh, I think they even called it Mount Cush uh, at Arizona state and uh, he was he was more than a taskmaster. he was probably cruel and somebody finally turned him in and they fired him and boy, from that point on, you know players who or coaches who do anything that can could be considered abuse of play, of players they don't put up with it If you do it and they can prove it, you're gone. And evidently, that's what happened with Fitzgerald at Northwestern.
3: Frank Cush was a mean son of a gun. (laughs) Yeah, he was. was, uh, If you ever saw an interview with that cat, he was something else.
1: It's it's interesting, though. Again, that's very old school, and I'm not saying it's right. He won a lot of football games. Heard anything about Arizona football lately, Arizona State football? No. Not much.
3: Now, you you talk about all the things that he did. If you have not
1: seen the movie Junction Boys... Uh, Yeah. Well, Bear Bryant did it, and uh, they they will tell you that Bowden, the guys that played for the 25 Little Pigs will say Bowden Wyatt did the same thing at Arkansas in the 50s. Did the same thing that Bear Bryant did at Junction. In fact, they'll say it was more brutal than Junction was. (laughs) Okay. Well, we've got the next hour coming up with Pat Bradley, and we can just talk like this, just like we are, or you can give us a call on Drive Time Sports, 501 661 one zero three seven. It's just
6: an acre for Certapro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certapro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certapro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certapro. Each Certapro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. These folks live.